This. 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 Is Tube Talk. Hello and welcome to Tube Talk, a new podcast series on all things weird and wonderful about London's underground. Hello, I'm Anna Goshkowska. And I'm Max Bauer. And you can follow Tube Talk on Instagram, you can message us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Now, in this first episode, we're going to be looking at the spooky and side of the tube. And we will be joined in the studio by Hazel and Dean of Spectrum Paranormal Investigations. They'll be telling us about what they have found on the underground. So we wanted to find out whether Londoners believe in ghosts. We sent out Connor from our team to find out. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I kind of do. Like, I didn't want to believe it, but I'm, I still get scared at night. Yeah, I still feel someone's following me. I feel like there's some kind of spiritual things happening. Like, there's something else beyond humans. No. Okay. <laughs> don't. I mean, there are weird things happening, but I don't necessarily believe it's ghosts. Because, I, I mean, I don't want to believe it's ghosts, so... <laughs> I do. I think there must be something out there and sometimes like there's weird things happen and you just can't explain them so there must be something i like real things <laughs> for me it's not real in ghosts not really but i do believe that like there is some kind of spirit after a person passes away but i don't believe in ghosts per se or like that something comes and haunts you at night or something like that uh, i believe in ghosts yeah okay not to laugh. well no you can laugh if you want to be yeah it's a genuine <laughs> reaction some pretty mixed responses there well, we'd also like to hear from you. If you've had any spooky encounters on the Tube, please do drop us an email at tubetalk19 at gmail.com. Sights and sounds from the underground. This is Tube Talk. Well, one way I've seen the uh, TFL dealing with ghosts is a sign that someone sent to me. I cannot confirm whether this is true or not. It looks like a fairly genuine picture, and I'll just read out what it actually says. It's from one of the stations. We have received reports of ghost sightings on trains, platforms and other London underground property. If you or anyone travelling with you see any ghost or spiritual entity whilst travelling on London underground, please report it immediately to a member of staff or any transport police officer. These ghosts are travelling without valid payment and London underground is taking steps to ensure this activity ceases with immediate effect. Do you really think that's true though? I mean it looks like a genuine picture to me. And you know, people who work on the tube are notorious for their sense of humour. Sights and sounds from the underground. This. 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 Is Tube Talk. We're excited to welcome Dean Williams and Hazel Williams from Spectrum Paranormal Investigations into the studio. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Um, so I'd love to just first of all um, find out a bit more about um, what it is you do. Well, um, Spectrum Paranormal is basically a research and investigation group based in central London. And we undertake uh, house investigations and also public investigations um, where we try to educate people in you know, real actual paranormal research. Um, we're looking for tangible evidence, you know, rather than the sort of flaff stuff that you get uh, on TV, which is, you know, everyone running around screaming and that just don't happen really. So we're, we're on a, a quest at the moment to find hardcore evidence of the afterlife 
Well, we have our own uh, mission statement, which is evaluate, investigate, educate. Obviously, this podcast is specifically around the London Underground, the Tube. Yeah. Um, have you ever done any work on the Tube? Um, yes, we have. Um, we investigated uh, South Kentish Town Underground Station, which is a disused underground station, uh, closed in 1924. We got in touch with the proprietor, the guy that owned the uh, underground station. He, he's got a mission breakout. It's, it's like an escape a, game room. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a game room, you know, yeah. an escape game room. And we just thought it'd be uh, a really interesting idea to see um, if we could take members of the public down there just to, you know, be part of this disused underground. And what happened after that changed everything, not just for him, but for us as well, because um, even though he was uh, sort of sceptical and he said he'd had a few kind of eerie feelings down there and a few members of staff had reported hearing uh, young girls singing and so on and so forth, um, when we actually held the first public event, it was mind-blowing. I mean, we we start the evening with a seance and we get everyone to hold hands just to build up the mm-hmm. um, collective energy. We was in the disused lift shaft and I was calling out to spirit, you know, trying to evoke some sort of uh, response. And I said, can you knock? Can you give us a sign? Can you give us an indication that you're here? And there was no response. So I said, please, can you knock? And then as clear as day, you heard, it sounded like a, a wooden a door wooden chair or, or a chair or something. But yet we was in a concrete and steel disused lift shaft and you've got this audible sound. That was the beginning uh, of what was go- going to be a string of events that would unfold in that location. Yeah, so obviously on some investigations, for some reason, equipment dies, batteries drain. It's a very common occurrence that we have. So we were doing a, um, a Q&A session with our equipment with like K2 meters, and uh, which is like a, another form of EMF meter. Um, and it, you know, detects anything that's gonna come into our space um, sort of thing. And um, basically, uh, I we were getting decent response uh, like responses from um, intelligent communication. So Hazel was asking questions. Um, you know, are you the little girl who has been seen down here? And um, flash red because it goes from green amber to red. And a red is obviously a very strong positive response. We had an audible sound come through, and it was in response to while that was all going on. It was a response to Hazel's question. So if like. Um, so we've got a nine-year-old girl here. And at the same time, we heard, yeah, like that. Ooh. I mean, was there any, have anyone from the station ever kind of given any indication of what the story might be? Because I know that a lot of tube stations have these stories. The the only story that um, actually um, is linked to the South Kentstown station is the one written by John Betjeman uh, in regards to the lost passenger. The, okay. Um, the gentleman who uh, alighted from the, the train. For some reason, it stopped whilst the station was closed and he got off the um, train thinking he was in 
probably Kentish Town West at the top. Right. The train's gone off without him. Now this guy's stuck in the station and apparently he never escaped and he was never seen again. It's this he's uh spirit that haunts the location. Um is the ghost of Mr. Brackett. Mr. Brackett. Okay. The ghost of Mr. Brackett, who actually lived in Tufnell Park. Um so you know, whether John Betjeman, who wrote the story, uh, got the source. I don't know where he sourced the, the information from, but the point is um, it does obviously lend for a great ghost story, someone being stuck in a train station yeah, and dying, you know, down there with no way of escape. Um, and it's ironic that there's an escape room. Let's not forget, it was also used during World War Two mm-hmm. as an air raid show, like mm-hmm. most of the underground stations. The energy... At that period of time, a lot of it would have been of fear. Mm-hmm. Can't imagine mm. what it was like for those people with their children being deep underground, hearing the you know the thud of bombs going off around them, yeah. bang, bang, bang. You know that ties us in with um, something that we've done a lot of reading about, which is, for example, um, Bethnal Green Station, which was really badly bombed during the war and was used as a shelter. Um, there was a night where apparently um, a lot of civilians were going down um, into the into the tunnels. Um, an anti-aircraft gun went off. Um, they kind of got really spooked about it. Um, somebody stumbled, and it kind of caused a stampede, and a lot of people died on that night. Um, and apparently. Um, now in the station, people have um, reported sounds of kind of screaming or um, the kind of footsteps of people falling. Um, is that something that you've ever kind of come across or or heard of? Residual energies are, are you know, obviously you, you, you've got to remember the underground itself. It, you know, there, there's got there has to be a, a very high energy field in that system anyway. I mean, you've only got to look at the cables when you're sitting on the tube going through that run through the tunnels. Uh, so, uh, and and that's going to be like a constant, um, you know, vortex of energy that has been thrown around London yeah. underground. You know, throughout research, apparently a lot of the uh, the lines on the underground were created or navigated had to navigate their way through plague pits. Is this something which? you know, you think might cause paranormal activity? Uh, do you know that when you do get a um, disembodied voice at that level, you're picking up on something or someone that was from a completely different period of time. So then that would make it very plausible mm-hmm. that you could have a energy from, uh, say, the, like the plague pits, for instance. Uh, we're talking, you know, 1600s. But don't forget the the, the bodies that are, would have gone down there would have been dead anyway. Mm-hmm. They would have been deceased. Are you saying that the spirit went down into the plague pit? I see what you mean. Or did the spirit leave the body when it was on that plane at that level? Um, I would be on the fence with that skeptical. one because yeah, I'd be skeptical in the sense that yeah, the, the the deceased were already deceased. Well, thank you both so much for coming in today. Um, it's been brilliant to talk to you, um, and I uh, hope you enjoyed being with us in the studio. Sights and sounds from the underground. This is Tube Talk. Now, given the number of strange happenings we've heard about on the Tube, we thought we should go and speak to someone who works at a station ourselves. Have a listen to this lady's story. A few years ago, like three years ago, I was doing night shift, 
and uh, I was uh, going on the, on the toilet uh, at platform 18. We have a toilet at the end of platform 18, and uh, it was like two o'clock in the morning, I think, to three o'clock in the morning, and you can hear someone actually like uh, foot steps. And was I was very scared, honestly. I was very scared. But I'm not so sure. I know that it was a cemetery here a long time ago. So I'm not so sure if actually something happened here. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what to explain. But only during the night, because obviously during the day you can't hear nothing. <laughs> I think it is something. But I'm not so sure. I, honestly, I believe in this. I, what I, uh, I heard was hills. So it's like a woman heels. So I'm, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it is scary. It is scary. Actually, after you have to be quick. When I was going to the toilet, I was very quick. I go back to my colleagues because <laughs> I was really scared. <laughs> but would you say you believe in ghosts then? Yes, I believe. I think something is strange in this world. It, it can't be just us. Something is strange in this world. And yes, I believe. That is seriously spooky. Imagine hearing footsteps when you're the only person in the station. Yeah, not nice. You're listening to Spooky Talk by Tube Talk. Well, one of our favourite stories is that of the ghost at Covent Garden. It's believed to be the ghost of William Terrace, who was murdered in 1897. He was a popular actor in England who reportedly loved a bakery, which was knocked down to make way for the station to be built. After his untimely death, commuters have reportedly seen him dressed in an evening coat and hat, walking the platforms after dark. Legend has it. On 16th December 1897, at the Adelphi Theatre on the Strand, Terrace was due to appear in that evening's performance of a play called Secret Service. He had recently fallen out with an old friend and fellow actor Richard Archer Prince. Work had dried up for Prince and he had turned to drink, with some saying he had gone insane. After one argument with Terrace, Prince waited for him concealed in a doorway near the Adelphi stage door where he proceeded to stab him to death. As Terrace lay in a pool of blood, his dying words to his leading lady were, I'll be back. A shocking tale. Oh, yes. Have you seen this ghost, Connor, who joins us in the studio now? I haven't seen him myself. Um, I have to say, I don't actually often get to go to Covent Garden. It's not on my usual route. Um, how about you guys? Not for me either. I'm a Northern Line gal. Oh, uh, classic. <laughs> I do go to Covent Garden, but not to the tube station, actually. And there's actually a plaque for said man, William Terrace. Well, not a blue plaque, interestingly. It's a green plaque. What does that, that, yeah, that do? I'm not exactly sure. Anyone who would know anything about that, you can um, tweet us at the relevant <laughs> uh, social media channels. <laughs> Sights and sounds from the underground. This is Tube Talk. And now moving from one creepy tale to the next. Did you know that during the construction of the underground, builders had to navigate plague pits and mass burial sites? 
I did actually. And Allgate Station Ooh, okay. was built on the site of a plague pit. According to the author Daniel Defoe, in his Journal of a Plague Year, a thousand bodies were buried there in only two weeks during the plague of 1665. <sighs> a thousand bodies. That's I know. A bit gruesome. Well, more recently, actually, workers digging the tunnels for Crossrail uncovered 13 skeletons under a road near Charterhouse Square, Farringdon, which I believe is one of the oldest areas in London, actually, if you didn't know that, Anna. I didn't. Uh, the bodies were believed to be plague victims from the 14th century, but perhaps the biggest site is at Liverpool Street, where 3,500 skeletons were excavated by the same Crossrail team from the Bedlam Burial Ground in 2015. And actually, if you go onto our website, we've got some more info on that, and you can have a look at a time-lapse of them uncovering the bodies um, from Crossrail, which is really quite impressive. Yeah, they had their own full-time archaeologist, I believe, because they were just coming across so, so much stuff. So this brings us on to our second spooky story of the day. It's that of a ghost at Liverpool Street Station. Mark the gap between the train and the platform. This is Liverpool Street. Now legend has it. It was the turn of the millennium. A line controller looked at the CCTV to see a man in white overalls standing at the entrance of the Central Line's eastbound tunnel. It was 2am and the station was closed for the night. There should have been no one there. The controller rang the station supervisor, who went to the tunnel but could find no trace of the man. But now the controller was seriously spooked. He could see the man in the overalls standing right beside the supervisor on the CCTV monitors. After some time, the supervisor left the platform, but as he left, he noticed on the bench behind him nothing other than a pair of white overalls. Whoa. Creepy. Now I'm spooked. I'm spooked. Have you ever had an experience like that, Laura? You joined us to tell that excellent story. I uh, can't say that I have, but I do think the underground at night can be a bit scary. I, I don't like being there by myself. I certainly would not want to be a supervisor in the evening. I would also like to know why they have people working on the underground when the underground's not running. I mean, what... Apart from maybe if they know there are ghosts and they are actually monitoring them, yeah. what are you what are they actually doing? They're supervising the ghosts, maybe. Maybe. Maybe that's his job title. <laughs> All very confusing. Now, we wanted to tell you about one more spooky element of the tube, the abandoned stations. The London Underground Network is littered with them. Some of them now have some pretty cool new uses, which we will tell you more about in episode three. Very exciting. But others are left eerily deserted. Yes, and that brings us on to our final story. Probably the most famous ghost on the London Underground. It can be found at the abandoned British Museum station. Some say it is haunted by the ghost of a mummy taken from the Temple of Amen-Ra of ancient Egypt and now living in the museum's first Egyptian room. This legend has it. Wearing a modest loincloth and a headdress, the figure of an Egyptian princess would return from the grave late at night, her wails and screams reaching all the way to Hoban Station. 
1935, two years after the closure of the British Museum station, rumours spread about a secret tunnel connecting Hoban to the Egyptian room at the museum. On the same night that a film about the tunnel was released, two women disappeared from the platform at Hoban, no more than 100 yards from the abandoned station. Strange marks were later found scattered across the walls. The rumours of the ghost grew so strong that a newspaper offered a reward to anyone who would spend the night there. No one volunteered. Ooh, that was a spooky one. Okay, thank you, Yes, for sharing that story with us. You're very welcome. Has um, anyone here ever been to the British Museum? I have been to the museum, but not to the Egyptian rooms, but I have heard they're, they're, they're quite the experience. I, I personally always feel very weird energy in the Egyptian room. Do you? I think but, it's a bit weird to have, you know, people's tombs sort of yeah. cracked open. And I think the mummy in question is, is an unknown mummy. It's a priestess. People sometimes get confused. It's actually Amun Ra, but it's not. It was a it's a priestess which came over in the nineteenth century sometime, and they don't really know who who it is. I certainly wouldn't want to be down those tunnels then. But yes, you actually went to Hoban for this podcast, and you found out some interesting things about that part of the underground. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So I actually spoke to a member of staff down at Hoban, and he told me there's this disused platform there called the Hostel. Um, the public don't really call it that, it's just the staff. And apparently um, Windrush migrants, when they came over in the 60s, were made to sleep there. Really? Yeah. Was it still there? It's still there, it's all closed off. But um, yeah, it's apparently a bit of a bit of a rumour amongst the staff yeah. at Hoban. And did they know about it, the staff there? They knew, they knew a bit about it, they were being a bit, um, a bit quiet about it. A little bit hush-hush. Really. Yeah, a little bit hush-hush. Well, we will be exploring all that and more for disused uh, facilities and stations on the London Underground in one of our later episodes, so be sure to tune in then. Well, that's what we've got time for today. We really hope you enjoyed our first episode of Tube Talk. Make sure you tune in next week for our second episode, which will have a slightly lighter theme. Yep, that's right. It will all be about those soppy stories, the love ones. Thanks for listening. Mind the gap. Once the gap is between the train and the platform. This. 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 Is Tube Talk.